Welcome to the Reversing Diabetes Podcast with Delane ND, the podcast for people looking to correct chronic illnesses such as diabetes through lifestyle change. I'm Dr. Delane Vaughn. As a physician, I see many patients who are ill because of lifestyle decisions such as food choices. Typically, diseases such as diabetes are managed with pills or injections. This approach creates a vicious, expensive, and unhealthy cycle of medication and then more medication to address the negative side effects. As a physician and a life coach, I work with clients to resolve their diseases, get off their medications, and live a naturally healthy life. If you don't like the healthcare system in America, I recommend you use less of it by being naturally healthy. So if you feel there has to be a better, more natural way to live a healthy life, you are in the right place. You are listening to the Reversing Diabetes with Delane MD podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Delane Vaughn, and this is episode number 150. I'm realizing like I'm coming up on three years of podcast episodes, which is kind of crazy. I also have fixed my mic. I realized in the last two podcasts as I went through to edit them, two weeks ago I was like, well, that's funny. That sounds really weird. I wonder what I did. I must have not hit it right setting. And I didn't think much of it. And then last week, same thing. I was like, gosh, it's so weird. And as I was putting everything away from doing the podcast, I realized the mic wasn't turned on. And I was like, oh, that must be it. So I was like, oh, maybe it needs batteries. <laughs> Technology is not the thing that I get into. I don't like it so much. It's not that I even don't like it. I just, it's not interesting to me. So I don't, I just have enough to get by, right? I just know enough about it to get by. So I thought maybe it needed batteries. I'm like, I've never replaced the batteries before, but whatever, we'll do this. So I brought batteries up to the area where I record in. This as I was getting ready to record today, and I realized the wire was not plugged in, which usually is always plugged in, and it just hadn't been plugged in. So now it's plugged in, and I think the sound is so much better, and hopefully this is better, and I apologize for the sound for the last two podcasts. So today we are going to talk about the frustration that we experience as we are reversing our diabetes and creating the health that we want. Many of us have this experience of frustration and usually that leads us to go ahead and do whatever it is we've been resisting and get the instant gratification of that. And we do it from this place of almost anger and there's some self-loathing in there. The feelings are probably unique for everybody. For me, that was certainly my experience. I would be so frustrated that I wasn't seeing the results that I thought I should be seeing. And I was, you know, depriving myself of whatever it was I was depriving myself of. And why wasn't it working? And screw this, it's not working. I'm just going to eat the food. And of course, we can clearly, it's, it's very easy to see how that is never going to get us the results that we want. But what I want to offer you is a twist on the thought that happens beforehand that leads to the frustration. This whole idea that it's not working as quickly as we would like it to. Of course, we this we understand that this is going to require patience. I think that anybody who goes into this idea or in anybody who goes into this work of reversing their type 2 diabetes, they understand that it took years to get here. It's going to take years to fix. They understand that this is going to require some patience. But what they use in that process is resistance, willpower, and self-discipline. 
And if you've ever heard me talk about these, I highly recommend that you do not use these three mindsets, strategies if you want to call them that, tools if you want to call them that, to get the results that you want not using them. That's right. I said, do not use them. And the reason that it is, is because it does not acknowledge or help you change the desire for foods that are making you sick. If you're desiring desiring it and just resisting the desire the whole time, at some point, the resistance wears out. At some point, the willpower wears out. At some point, the self-discipline wears out. If you look at medical literature, well, I guess it's psychosocial literature. So if you look at literature from the sociology people, from the psychology people about willpower, about self-discipline, they all will tell you it's like a muscle. At some point, it will give out. And that's why you cannot create the long-lasting health that you want based on that. If you've been the person that's lost weight and gained it back, lost weight and gained it back, or you got your diagnosis of type 2 diabetes, and you're like, ooh, I'm going to rein it in, and you got your A1C down to 5.5, 5.6, or your fasting blood sugar got down to 95, if you did those things and then you went back to the way you were eating when you created the diabetes. That means that you were using resistance, self-discipline, and willpower to get there, and you expended that muscle, and once it was gone, you resorted to doing what you were doing before. What I teach is we work on what you were doing before and what the truth is about that experience. That's what I help people do. But when you're using resistance and willpower and self-discipline, it leads to thoughts like it's not working. And typically people will look at their blood sugars and their weight to gauge whether it's working or not, to decide whether it's working or not. When those numbers aren't doing what they want them to, folks make it mean that what they're doing isn't working and I might as well set in. And that leads to instant gratification behaviors. And of course, the problem with instant gratification, if y'all are shopping for shoes right now, like if you drifted off, please come back to me. Come back to me right now. When you eat foods that are highly processed and give a huge surge of dopamine into your brain, and you eat them from this place anytime you eat these foods, but when you're having this frustrated experience and you decide you just want instant gratification and you want to eat the pie, and you go and eat the pie, you get a huge surge of dopamine. And that is the gratification, right? Like you feel better. You no longer have to resist. You no longer have to use willpower. You no longer have to use self-discipline. You no longer have to push. But now you can just sit back and be buzzed out on dopamine, not fighting the fight anymore, and you get this instant gratification. But the secret kick in the teeth that goes beyond behind that is that Dopamine is not just a feel-good hormone. It does feel good, and part of it feels good because you're no longer really, you're no longer resisting the experience. But there is a feel-good component to dopamine in and of itself. But the kick in the teeth about it is when you get an intense release of dopamine into your brain, you will be motivated to repeat the behavior that got that intense release. You will have an exaggerated fixation on repeating that behavior. So if you are resisting the pie 
and you are using self-discipline and willpower to do so and you expend the energy to keep that muscle working and you say screw it and you eat the pie you are going to have an exaggerated fixation on repeating that behavior so recognize that that's what's happening those foods, those highly processed foods, the sugars, the flours, the high fructose corn syrups, the Pop-Tarts, the Nature Valley granola bars, all of those things, when you eat those foods, they trigger an addiction pathway in your brain through the dopamine neurotransmitter. And you will be overly motivated to repeat the eating of those foods at the detriment of your health recognize that this is the cycle that we get into. We resist the foods, we use willpower, we use self-discipline. We feel like we've been fighting and we just can't go on anymore. We feel frustrated because we're fighting so hard and we're not seeing the results that we want. And at that point, once the resistance is no longer there and the willpower and the self-discipline has been expended, you throw in the towel and you look for that instant gratification to alleviate the fight that you've been having internally and of course you do alleviate it right you have the pie you're no longer fighting because you just go ahead and give up and get get the pie but in addition to that you get this dopamine response in your brain that then drives you to repeat that behavior later on and it actually becomes harder to not do that behavior later on so recognizing that that's what you're accepting every time you throw in the towel and have the super tasty treat so what I teach is a three-step three step process of awareness acceptance that leads to action change. First, you have to be aware of what you're doing and why you're doing it. Second, you have to neutrally accept that this is just what's happening. And I've done podcasts on this before. This is what's happening. This is just where I am. And then from that space of acceptance, you can make action changes. So recognize how this frustration looks in the model. You have a blood sugar reading. Your thought is, this isn't happening quickly enough. I might as well quit. Or you have a thought that I've been working so hard to avoid those foods and it doesn't seem to be working anyway. I might as well stop. Whatever your thought is, you're feeling frustrated and maybe frustrated isn't your feeling. You're going to have to work through that in your brain, what's going on. But you then eat the foods that you know won't serve you. You know that they are going to, they're the foods that you've been desiring. And the reason that you desire them is because you, you get this dopamine release with them, right? But you eat these foods that you are desiring, but you know they don't serve your diabetes and your health. And then, of course, the result that you get is it's not working. You create the belief that you just had. You're creating it from that space of frustration, you're going to get evidence of the thing that's making you frustrated. And I don't tell you this like that you're creating it because I want you to beat yourself up with that. It's because you have the power to stop creating it. And I'm going to talk to you today about what's really going on biologically so that you can have some agency over creating exactly the health that you need, creating something different than it's not working. When you're fighting a battle that you don't seem to be winning or gaining ground on, it makes sense to stop fighting that battle. 
There's nothing wrong with us for doing this. But recognize that, of course, when we see it as we're not winning, we are going to create more evidence that we're not winning. So what I want to offer you is to stop. Stop that fight. Stop fighting it. Stop resisting it. Stop using willpower. Stop using self-discipline. Stop fighting. Stop fighting the desire for food. Stop fighting the urges to eat. Stop fighting the triggers. Stop fighting with your family about why you can't eat those foods when you're out with them and why you can't eat those. Why you can't have their special 4th of July salad that involves a lot of sugar or whatever it has in it. Why you can't have the tater tot casserole. Stop fighting with them about that. Just stop stop the battle. Fighting a battle means that there's a good and a bad side. Fighting a battle mean that, means that there's a right and a wrong. Fighting a battle means that somebody has to lose. So what if you just stop fighting? Just stop. And instead, you accept it. Accept that, yes, sometimes you desire foods that make your blood sugars higher. It's not bad. It's not good. It's just the experience you have. Accept that, yes, sometimes you have urges that don't serve your health. It's not right. It's not wrong. It's just where you're at. Accept that your family can offer you food and you can totally politely decline. It doesn't them make them right or wrong. It doesn't make them bad or good. It doesn't make them a loser or you a loser. It's just that the biology of your body means that you don't tolerate those foods right now. That's all. What if all of this can be biology? If you can start to look at your disease of diabetes as biology, like you're not good or bad, your value isn't diminished, nothing's wrong, it's just biology. If you can start to look at your disease as biology, you'll realize you cannot force biology. Think of other biological processes. Think of a plant. If you plant a seed in a pot and you water it and put it in the sun, you cannot force it to grow any faster than it will grow. I've done a podcast similar to this before, but actually a client requested, we were coaching on this recently, and she was like, I really need you to put this in a podcast because I need to hear this over and over and over again. And so that's what's prompted this podcast episode. So if some of this sounds familiar, I have done a podcast about our disease being biology and that we cannot force biology, but I wanted to put this little different twist on it and revisit this. So we can't force a plant to grow. We also can't force our children to grow up or in the case, in my case, we can't force our kids not to grow, right? We can't prevent biology either, right? Like I can't keep my kids babies forever. Biology is going to do its thing. They're going to grow, right? I can't force it. I can't stop it. The other example of biology that I always point out that we have very little control over is storms. I live in the Midwest. I live in the Plains. There are serious storms here. We literally just had one of our towns out east of where I live, 15 minutes away from me. I drive by it whenever I go to the lake that I go paddleboarding in. I go through this little suburb of the town that I live in. And they got entirely knocked out by a storm. There is destruction everywhere from that storm. Storms are another thing that we cannot control. 
We don't get to make the storms pass through the plains any quicker than they do. They pass at the rate they pass. Sometimes a storm passes at 10 miles an hour. Sometimes a storm passes at 30 miles an hour. They do what they do. I'm not in control of that. And there's nothing I can do to affect how quickly it happens. It just does what it does. We have to just allow biology to do its thing. So when you are not eating the foods that create the disease in your body, you cannot force your body to heal up any quicker. And you think you can, right? This is where the frustration comes in. But I'm avoiding the pie so that my cells can heal up and it's not doing it, right? We feel like there should be this very controllable experience of avoiding the pie and your cells healing up. That's biology. Your cells healing up is biology and it happens at the rate that it happens at. We do not control that. Your cells are healing up from overexposure to insulin and you have to allow them the time of not being exposed to insulin that they need to heal. There's a certain amount of time that they need to heal. It is not known to everybody. I don't know. Your doctor doesn't know. There's no test to run. You don't know. Maybe God knows, but like, that's it. I don't know. You can talk to him and see what you can find out, but nobody has that information and it doesn't matter what it is. You just have to let them heal. If you have a mindset, I'm willing to do it for this amount of time, and any time longer, I'm not willing to do it. You are using resistance, self-discipline, and willpower to get yourself through. Because you want to know when you can stop fighting that fight. And what I want to offer to you is it's going to take as long as it's going to take. And nothing is wrong with you or what you're doing. It's just the biology of the situation. What you do have agency over when it comes to science and biology is making the situation, the circumstances, the conditions ideal to support the biology that you're wanting to see. So if you have a plant, you put it in the sun and you water it. If your child is growing and you want to see them grow healthy, then you feed them healthy foods. You make sure they get plenty of sleep. You make sure they get plenty of water. You make sure they have activity. You do the things, you set conditions to make it ideal for them to grow. If you are wanting to survive a storm, like you know a storm is coming across the plains and you can't make it go quicker, you can't force biology to work its way through the plains, you build a strong house. You make sure your trees are not so close to your house that if a branch comes down, it's going to damage your house. You have control over certain conditions to make the process of biology happen in an ideal way. That's where you have control. This is the agency you have. These are the things that you can do. And the terms and the situation of your diabetes, you continue to eat in a way that keeps your insulin very low so that your cells can heal from the insulin resistance and start functioning normally. Your cells healing from insulin resistance, you have very little control over. When they start to function normally, you have very little control over. You cannot force that biology. Where you have agency is the foods that you feed your body in order to keep your insulin low. That's where you have agency. So that's the only place that you get to affect this biology. But when you get frustrated 
It's usually from this belief that it's not happening quickly enough and it makes us want to throw in the towel and take the instant gratification route of eating the foods and those foods keep you sick. This is clearly not the answer. If your plant wasn't growing the way you wanted it to, not watering that plant is not out of this frustration is not the answer. We understand that. Being frustrated with how your kids are growing doesn't mean that we make it futile energy and we stop feeding them. We don't do that. Not prepping our homes for storm season just means that our houses get damaged. It doesn't change the storm. It doesn't change the biology. Lots of times people will have a lack of belief that their disease will ever go away. They're like, no, my body's broken. There's something wrong with me. This diabetes is never gonna go away. I'm gonna be sick forever. And when they have that belief, they get stuck in this pattern. They try for a bit. They use resistance and willpower and self-discipline and they don't see the results and they know that they're not gonna see the results because their body is broken, right? That's the mindset, my body's broken and I'll never be healthy. And so they get frustrated, they throw in the towel, they eat these foods that are instant gratifying foods and that keeps them sick. So when they have this belief, I offer a challenge to that belief. If it was 10,000 years ago and there was no bread, no cookies, no ice cream, no chips, no french fries, no pizza, no candy, no nachos, no capafrapachapapapa from wherever, if those things weren't available to your biology, to your body, would you be sick still? What would your state of diabetes be? What would your weight be if weight's what you're working on? Whatever it would be, that's what your body wants to return to. That's biology. 10,000 years ago without these foods, we would not have type 2 diabetes. We would not have metabolic disease. We would not have obesity. There would be different body forms, yes, but not pathologic obesity because it wasn't available. Food wasn't available to us in a way that makes us pathologically obese. Food wasn't available to us that makes our cells insulin resistant. That is biology. That's just science. So if you believe that you would be sick 10,000 years ago, you're not understanding the biology of type 2 diabetes, go back and listen to previous podcasts because I, d I dig into that over and over and over again. However, healing your body back to that biology happens at a certain rate. It occurs at a rate and it's not a linear experience. It's not a linear relationship. No more than growing a plant is. No more than watching our babies grow is. We don't get to say when our kids are gonna hit puberty. We all know those late bloomers, right? And of course, as parents were like, no, I don't want them to have to go through this ridiculous school or whatever, right? We all know we can't force it. There's just no way to force it. You have to let biology take its course. There is no way to force a storm passing over the plains. You cannot force it. You can only affect the conditions that you have agency over. That's all you can do. You eat in a way that you know is healthy for your biology. We feed our children in a way that we know is healthy for their biology so that they can then grow and biology can occur in them. We eat in a way that we know is healthy for our diabetes and our biology so that our bodies can heal from that disease state and start functioning normally. We feed our children in a way we 
take care of them in a way with food and water and exercise and sleep and all of the things that we know are healthy for our kids so that they can have the biology that's going to occur in their body happen, but it happens on its own rate at its own time. We can take care of our homes to create a circumstance and a situation where our homes are as safe as they can be for the science and biology of the earth to occur and have a storm and we not have a negative impact from it, right? Like that's the best we can do, but we cannot force the storm. We cannot push the storm through quicker. We do not have agency over that. We cannot make our children grow and go through the biological processes of growing any quicker than they will. They just do it at the rate they do it. And the same thing is true for our diabetes. We cannot force our diabetes to heal any quicker than it will. We can only do the part that we have control over. And then we have to allow grace and space for ourselves Recognize the rate that this all occurs, that this healing occurs at for diabetics is not the same for everybody. It is biology. It will happen. And your agency is over the conditions of making the healing possible, providing ideal conditions for your cells and your body to have this healing process. The strategies that I teach help create these ideal situations for your cells. Avoiding processed foods, cleaning up your diet, right? Intermittent fasting, nutritional ketosis. All of those strategies help provide these ideal situations for your cells. That's where you have control. But recognize you can't force the biology. You just have to give your body the space to do it. Telling yourself it's not happening, telling yourself it's never going to work, telling yourself that you're diseased and sick and it's never going to be fixed is never going to get you there. And it's also not true. Your body is healing. You just have to continue to give it space. I hope this is helpful. If you're finding yourself frustrated, I hope that this podcast helps you out. The story that you're telling yourself that's creating the frustration is not true. It is working. You just have to continue to give your body the space to heal up the way it is going to do it. If you have any questions about this, if you have any questions about what I've spoken about here on the podcast, don't hesitate to email me, delane at delanemd.com. I'm happy to answer any questions. If you think this is baloney, I really want to hear from you (laughs) because you will not be able to fix your type 2 diabetes if you don't believe that it's possible. If you believe that you're sick and you've got some genetic predisposition to this, that removes all of the control that you have over your health because genes override anything that you do. And I want to offer to you that that is the most unhelpful and unfunctional belief to have if you're interested in fixing your type 2 diabetes. So if that's going through your head, I want you to email me because I want you to have the possibility of being healthy. And we've got to get that thought straightened out before that can happen for you. If you're interested in my group program, I have a six-month program for women with type 2 diabetes. If you're interested in that program to help you reverse your type 2 diabetes, send me an email, delane at delanemd.com. We'll get you set up for a consult, and you can find out how my program will work for you and get you signed up for that. You can also get signed up for a consult by going onto my website, delanemd.com, and there's a place where you can sign up for a consult there. I will talk with you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and share with your friends and family. Also leave me a review. If you want to resolve your diabetes naturally without any pills or injections, I can help you. 
Visit DelaneMD.com for more information. Click on the Work With Me tab, send me a message, and we can set up a mini coaching session. You guys have a great week. I'll talk to you soon.